You're listening to the Team Science Podcast. For all those who are listening for the first time, welcome to the Team Science Podcast. My name is Benjamin. I'm currently a Vice Principal and Head of Science in the Northwest, and I set up Team Science at the end of 2017 as a vehicle to try and help stimulate dialogue and discussion between all those who are involved within science education and to try and bring the science teaching community closer together through the online network. We've also tried to give all the great ideas and discussions that so many of you have day in and day out as much publicity as possible. Welcome to the third episode of the Team Science Podcast. This week, we're going to look at a particular set of STEM resources that have been launched in Liverpool, but are available to anyone around the world through their use of live streaming. At this point, I'd like to introduce our first guest. Um, we're joined by Jade Parkinson-Hill, who's the founder of STEAM School. And um, STEAM School hosts a weekly live broadcast and mini challenges with innovators from around the world of science, tech, digital media for schools, colleges and digital families. So uh, good afternoon, Jade. Good afternoon. Thanks very much for inviting me on the show. That's all right. Thanks for being here. Um, so starting out nice and easy, I guess, if you wouldn't mind just kind of telling us all a little bit about your current role and how it links into education. Um, so um, I've worked in education for um, over 10 years now. I am a former school leader, mm -hmm. um, not your traditional type of school leader. I was a non-teacher who was brought in to do things like enterprise, funding, mm. and also creating really amazing projects for students that would have some kind of lasting legacy really either on their community or themselves in terms of raising their aspirations and preparing them for their next steps in, in whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. um, I previously was in the tech sector so I've always kept to my tech roots and been really passionate about young people developing digital skills and their creativity and entrepreneurial values um, because I really believe that you know using digital skills a bit of creativity and some bold entrepreneurship you know good old-fashioned entrepreneurship can really change young people's lives they can create their own careers make a massive impact on their community and latterly I was um, the last school that I worked on was something called the studio school in Liverpool yeah I, I bid I had a wonderful head teacher called Kay Askew who when I went to her and said I know you want me to bid for a UTC but can I bid for a studio school and can it all be about video games mm. she just said yes go yes. ahead and um and it, you know it was a wonderful experience you know we were located right in the heart of the video game sector in liverpool mm. you know and we had mobile developers filmmakers software developers anybody that was in that wonderful you know emerging fast growth sector was based within a five minute radius of us and it was a wonderful experience for our students they got to do um you know have mentors um specialist workshops you know master classes mm -hmm. saw the impact that that made on the kids you know they had the self-esteem um would grow um they were they they created their own little entrepreneurial ecosystem mm -hmm. so when i left full-time employment in school in schools i always wanted to see if i could recreate that somewhere else and if i could you know do all the great things that i did there and you know spread that joy but actually it was really hard to replicate mm -hmm. um 
largely because of, of, of geography of a school sure. and um, because not every school had somebody like me yeah that's true so is that I mean how how popular do you think or how common is that role do you think in schools nowadays you know that that similar role that you had is it like a, a rare thing or is it quite common in certain parts of the country do you think where you're maybe geographically closer to certain sectors I think it's probably I think yeah I think you're right I think that um I think you know I I got into to education when there was lots of money for mm. enterprise and all that money that was ring fenced ring fenced then doesn't exist. Yeah. So a lot of those roles fell away, um, and I think you know the only schools that have kept those types of roles are the schools that perhaps you know um, have got the luxury of a bit of extra budget or can see the value in having somebody. Um, on their team who can be quite proactive and in addition to creating all those opportunities for students bring more funding in yeah. but what is unusual is for that person to be on the leadership team mm-hmm. so, you know I was a deputy head um, so yeah so it's, it's well vice principal uh, if, if you've got to get the term correct so I think that level of seniority is quite rare yeah to have that influence as well over you know like kind of change for the positive yeah. in your view which is yeah. obviously a strength yeah but i've always been very lucky in the people that i've worked for mm-hmm. uh, so so yes yeah, so steam school is born out of that experience really and you know we need to prepare children for their very digital futures mm-hmm. and, and actually we say futures but it's here right now definitely and, um you know education needs a big shake-up and it, I think that sometimes we expect too much of schools, really, and that you teachers have got huge amounts of work to do. You're busy with the the business of learning, and so Steam School can help you out in by, you know, we give you a weekly dose of inspiration and aspiration. So you that, know, you, yeah, that yeah. leads like nicely into my next question, really. So you've mentioned and I've mentioned Steam School quite a bit. Do you want to give us like a brief kind of overview of what Steam School is like? What is it day to day, or what is it that pupils actually do as part of this Steam School? And maybe for some people, what does Steam actually stand for? Yeah, so uh, Steam stands for Science, Technology, um, Engineering. Some people say Entrepreneurship rather than Engineering. Okay. Art and Maths, and it's about that magic combination of creativity and technical skills mm-hmm. that are, you know, most needed. Um, for uh, the digital tech and you know science innovations that are here now mm-hmm. and uh, are, are increasing in the future okay. um, we're a, a community where schools can subscribe to us and um, every week um, we host a live broadcast on a Thursday with an interview with somebody who you know a young innovator mm-hmm. from science um, tech or digital media okay. and the way we work is on a Monday we send our schools a trailer and uh, a guest toolkit. So they've got all the information beforehand about who's coming on, mm-hmm. on the Thursday show. Mm-hmm. And then they can submit questions because we can ask questions, and but we actually want to ask questions that young people want answered. Sure, sure. And um, I know like... I've already seen you presented at one of the teach meets we did at Warrington, but uh, just for people who obviously weren't there or haven't seen the videos, what are, what are some of the successes in your point of view, or maybe you've had some feedback from pupils or teachers or parents, what are some of the successes as part of this STEAM school that have come out of it and from these weekly sessions with industry leaders? 
Um, well, I think from from a teacher's point of view, mm-hmm. uh, one of the schools that, that use us has found it a great, they actually use it in form time alongside work around growth mindset. Okay. And um, for them, I mean, you would think it would be used in kind of like science and computer, you know, computing yeah. departments, but they're using it as a way to raise students' aspirations and um, to just engage them in conversations mm-hmm. around, um, you know, tech and also what they want to do in the future. For them, it's ready-made content. Yeah, definitely. Who are some of the who are some of the guests? Yeah. Sorry to cut in there. Who are some of the guests that you've had on over some of these episodes? Um, so we've had some great people. We've had um, Bloodhound, uh, Supersonic mm-hmm. uh, Cars. We've had Astronaut Abby from America. Nice. Who's, <laughs> uh, she's in the star, star of a Netflix generation called, a uh, Netflix movie called The Mars Generation. Okay. And she wants to be the first person on Mars. This week we had a super duper guest. I mean, we, we actually had somebody who sadly could not make it on the show this Thursday, mm-hmm. and um, we we had to find somebody else at short notice. But I've got a great network, you know, built up over the years of, mm-hmm. of people, and uh, we actually had a young Irish gentleman from um, who works for a company called Framestore okay. in London. Now, Framestore are a visual effects uh, creative studio. Sure, They've worked on films like. Um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, mm-hmm. Gravity, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, nice. And we talked about his role as a, a junior apprentice. So okay. how did he get there? You know, how cool is his job? Because it's, you know, seriously cool. Yeah, I'm jealous already. <laughs> yeah. But we also talked about the value, and I think this is really important for young people, is that, and, and this is something that kind of is, is repeated by all of our guests, is that actually, if you you know, if you if you're looking to get a you know a role in that sector, and in fact, actually, you know, it's it's good a job vice regardless of your career ambitions. Start to create that portfolio now. Mm-hmm. You know, YouTube, you can learn anything on YouTube. It's true. You know, you've got no excuse. Yes. So, um, so yeah. So he talked about some free software where um, students could start to go and learn about VFX. Uh, and he's really good. He's 25. Wow. And his name are in, is, is in the credits of, you know. These blockbuster films. Yeah. How amazing is that? Yeah. So, so, yeah. so we have some great guests, some brilliant guests. And, you know, they're all quite different. They're not all, you know, um, then, you know, like um, Rob Bennett is is, 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 is a true extra, extrovert and a, a, a wonderful, wonderful speaker. Mm. Some of our guests sometimes are a little bit more quieter. Sure. And, you know, um, but actually, that's about the rich tapestry of life, isn't it, really? Yeah, definitely. I think it's important for pupils to see all different kinds. Like, I, I remember we have, we've had some assemblies in the past where we've had, like, doctors coming in. And they tell you exactly what it's like and how it's such a hard job. And sometimes pupils need to see that side of things because, mm-hmm. you know, without that, you think maybe, say, being a doctor is everything you ever dreamed of. But sometimes yeah. people can come in and tell you, actually, these are the good parts, these are the bad parts. And yeah. it's like I say, you want to you hear from a different walk of people as much as you can, if possible. Now, if there were, if there were people out there, I'm thinking teachers here, who wanted to take part in this and, you know, receive the, uh, the toolkit and that slot on a Thursday, do you have any tips in terms of... Uh, you've maybe heard it's the best way it works for staff like you mentioned some using informed time have there been other ways to use it how much time should staff maybe prepare you know if they did want to take uh the steam school into their classroom 
one of the things that I would say is start before you're ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that I've learned actually. Um, you know, we're still in the very early days of Steam School, yeah. but actually, you know, we people sign up, then <clears throat> they get the um, uh, you know access to all of our back catalogue of shows, and and then the weekly shows that that come up. And you know, the the system is there, and it it, it works, and we've we've tweaked it over the last few months. Yeah. But actually, there is value in. You, you know, teachers actually just pa- participated by themselves for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and not getting the children involved. So, because every school is different, yeah. You know, there are many different ways that you can use this content. We have some schools that are using it in um, cover lessons, mm-hmm. lunchtime clubs, after school clubs, as part of careers lessons. But you've got to find, you know, the um, a, a route that's that's best. For you, yeah. we've had a school that's come on this week, and they um, so they've got their first set of content this week. And um, you know, Chris said to me, "Well, we're actually going to operate a week behind." Because mm-hmm. that's and I said, "You you do whatever suits you. This whatever is your, works. Yeah, the the content is there to be flexible, mm-hmm. and for you to use it as you know as you see fit. One of the things that we changed as a result of how you know schools were using us was was, you know originally we were just a live broadcast on a Thursday with a mini challenge afterwards but because so many people are using us in curriculum time yeah um we have um we now do a Thursday night edit so our team stay up (laughs) (laughs) and uh and we do a 15 minute edit so you kind of don't have to if you're going to use it in curriculum curriculum time you don't necessarily need to see the introduction bit you do, and where we talk about last week's prizes and welcome new people yeah but what you do need is the core of the show which is the q q a that's, so that's so we give idea. them that edit so that then it just gives schools a little bit more flexibility yeah that kind of leads into my next one actually i was going to just briefly kind of go through um like obviously doing this podcast i've had to think of you know planning and contacting people and the time and the materials and so on it's quite simple just because the nature of what it is and obviously with steam school i would have thought there's just a bit more involved so could you kind of talk us through like the planning and the prep and the actual production that goes into putting together one of these thursday you know streams that goes out there yeah oh gosh and you're right it does look really easy (laughs) But it does actually take a team to put yeah. it together. Um, so yeah, so we use um, some live streaming software that we've uh, brought in from America. Okay. Um, so on Monday, so finding our guests is one thing. Yeah. And one of the things that I'm I'm really keen on is that you know um, I spent many years booking guests. I'm sure you have as well, and <laughs> the schools. Yeah. And you know the worst the worst thing. You know, but if it, I think guests need preparing properly. Definitely. So it takes a bit of time to really get to know your guest, and 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 to kind of you know understand their story a little bit. Mm-hmm. You can tease out what you think is going to be the, you know, the the best story to tell on yeah. Thursday. Um, and also we need to make sure that we keep that. Um, you know, we, we, we maintain our values that actually we're talking about technology or we're talking about a scientific com- concept. Yeah. So so we have to kind of curate the conversation via, you know, via our trailers, mm-hmm. write information in front of students. Um, 
but also when we get the questions back you know making sure that students still get the questions that they want answered Definitely. and I, I love the questions students ask a couple of my favorites um when we did the astronaut abby show um we actually opened out the show to parents for the first time we haven't done that sure. before um and we had an 11 year old son uh, uh a gentleman called Nat, I think his name was. Mm -hmm. And he, this was his question. He said, do you think we can be trusted with Mars, given that we haven't done a very good job of protecting the planet Earth? Deep, isn't it? <laughs> isn't <that> amazing? I know. <laughs> so so we do put a lot of planning and, and, and operation into it. There's a lot of technical stuff that goes on behind the scenes, you know, every week. Live streaming, you know, is um, it's still quite new technology. Yeah, yeah. You know, and when we were doing the, the pilot shows before Christmas, everything went wrong every yeah. time. I mean, we just had so many disasters. Um, and I'm part of a live streaming community a, a mastermind of people who are doing all this type of stuff and the gentleman that leads it says to me said to me jade you know this is really new technology mm. and things are going to go wrong all the time yeah, and it's, definitely there isn't a, you know no amount of preparation will you know will will get you over that and actually it's so true it's so true every week not every week but most weeks we have right up until like five minutes before we're about to go live, something goes wrong. I'll give you an example. We yeah. had <laughs> when we were doing the was it the week before the Rob Bennett show? I think it was. Um, on each one of our shots, we had some salsa music playing in the background. <laughs> and we're kind of looking at it and you're going, What? Where on earth is that coming? How are we going to fix it in five minutes? You know, you got, did you get it fixed or was it did it just have salsa all the way through? Got fixed. Got a great tech team who kind of do all of that stuff. So that's brilliant. Um, so so yeah. So it's it does take a lot of planning and preparation. And like this week, so we had to get a last minute guest. Mm -hmm. So that meant um, that you know we couldn't have those long conversations beforehand. Yeah. Um, and then what that meant as well is we also give the schools a learning plan to go. So they get the toolkit and a learning plan. Sure. So, like, the the learning plan was written post the interview, which yeah. is not really the way we usually do it. But, so, yes, yeah, so there's, there's a lot of time and effort mm. that goes into making that one show. You're right. It's like, I always think this with, like, technology at the minute, with whether it's Facebook or Insta or Twitter, anyone can, like, live stream and can do a, you know, a, a shoddy job because it's all those free tools. But to do it really well that it just takes that bit of time, like you say, having that support network behind you or knowing where to look for information. Again, your answers actually lead fantastically into my next set of questions. So with live streaming technology, like going into schools, or like you say, you've you filmed the material and then it's always there for people to go back and use if they want. Where yeah. do you see this kind of type of interaction between industry experts or those with the experience in certain sectors and um, getting into the classroom, how do you see this kind of like going out over the next, say, five or ten years? Do you think anything will change? Do you think we need to keep doing more of the same? Do you think it will evolve in any way? I'm a great advocate for the use of technology, not just, you know, in the technology that I use and for my business, but for actually schools using, 
you know, as much technology as possible. And I know in this country, people are quite fearful about budgets and protective of them. But I do think that if we can use more and more and more technology in the classroom, Mm -hmm. we can free up teacher time, free up your creativity and, you know, give you space to really do what you're good at. Yeah. Um, So so I'm a big advocate of, of using technology in the classroom. Yeah. Um, for for me, for where we're at, you know, I think um, I'd love to see more of it. Um, I'd love to see Steam School. You know, we're we're st- we're still at week twelve, but yeah. we have big ambitions about where it is that we're heading. And um, yeah, so I I think I think there is so much potential. Yeah. Interestingly, we interviewed a. Um, a virtual reality social media company called Tang. What's their name, sorry? Vtang. Okay. Have a look at them. They're brill. Um, But they have a a social media platform, which is virtual reality. And if Mm. you've got a mobile phone and a a virtual reality headset, you can participate in that. And they've actually experimented but come away from but might eventually go back to looking at things like virtual reality for big sporting events. Yeah. So, and, you know, when they come back to that, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll have a chat to them as well about what we can do. Yeah. I saw something on the, um, on the internet. I think it's a, I think it's an Intel company has been, or part of it has been bought by Google and they're developing these glasses where, yeah, they film, games with 3d cameras and then through your glasses it projects it like onto your dinner table so you've got yeah. like the basketball court and the players like it's amazing it's scary I mean, but amazing. how exciting is our future I know. It's, just, it's just part of me that wishes that i was my son's age seven because gosh you know look at what he has got to look forward to and this i you know i love I, you know, that I love what I do because the, the future is so exciting. It is. And like it's advancing so much quicker as well. If you think considering like what was happening in the 80s and then what yeah. we've got now, the advance mm. is just massive. Absolutely. Um, but OK, so that, it's all really interesting. I could talk for a lot longer on this, you know. So these next three questions, um, you haven't seen these before, but we ask them of all okay. of our guests. They're like our three team science questions. Just a bit of fun. Um, yeah. Just to kind of see your take on them, really. So the first one is, um, if you could have a 30-second advert or announcement, or in your case, maybe a 30-second live stream that went out to every single staff room on Monday morning of next week, so this 30 seconds is going to be seen by every teacher, what would you have happening in that live stream or advert? Oh, I know exactly what I would do. (laughs) Go on then. So my ambition in life... Yeah is to have Elon Musk on my show. Oh, I know. I've done three assemblies on him already. Go on, carry on. Sorry. Well, so that's it. That, that's it. I would just have me and Elon Musk. And do you know what? Well, if you've done three assemblies on him, you'll be as a bigger fan as I am. Yeah. But I think my favourite clip of him is, and I'm, I'm not going to be able to um, repeat it word for word, sure. but he talks about, uh, you know, somebody says to him, you know, well, you know, why do you have these big ambitions? You know, why, mm-hmm. um, you know, because you, you're never going to achieve them and whatever. And he, he says his response is brilliant. And he said, because the possibility that we don't do these things is really depressing. Mm. And what I love his, is his ambition. And, you know, it's actually his positivity. Yeah. Really. Um, and, and 
I just love it. I would love, love to interview him. And that's, you know, with Steam School, as I said, we've got, you know, big ambitions. And mm-hmm. there will be people that will say, you know, you do realise there's a funding crisis and mm-hmm. you know, this is going to be a hard sell. And, and actually, it isn't either of those things. It's it's quite an easy sell. But yeah. my point is, I, I, I really believe, I've, I'm so excited for what the future will hold. Mm-hmm. I believe in bringing together a group of pioneering educators and through them, you know, building a community of kids that are just really, really excited about technology. Nice. I think that would go well if that went out on a Monday morning. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Love Elon Musk. I share that one with you. Um, okay. Second question. What advice would you give yourself at the beginning of your career? So it could be at the very beginning or it could be, you know, when you're starting out steam school, but what would you say if you could just wind back the clock and give yourself a little whisper in the ear, what would you tell yourself? Somebody asked me this question yesterday, so oh. <laughs> I, have, I have an answer. One part of it was one that I'd wished to put on. So first of all, is um, start before you're ready. Yeah. So um, you know, the idea for Steam School has been in my head in kind of very different guises for about three years, um, and but actually taking those brave steps to start something that you're really, really passionate about mm-hmm. and you really want to be successful sometimes can, you know, like seem quite daunting. Yeah. However, you know, we launched in, uh, pre-launched in October. I learned so much between October and December. I've never failed as much as I did between October and December. Mm-hmm. But that is that is why we are where we we are here today really is because of all that those things that didn't go right you know and how it turned into the the product that it is today and then the second thing is is to fail fast Mm -hmm. this is one of the things that I learned from the video game sector you know when we started working with them I worked in a school where we and I'm sure yours is the same where we celebrate every tiny little success Mm -hmm. We want children to feel good about education. We want to raise their aspirations and their confidence. And actually, they asked us to turn that on our heads, mm-hmm. heads completely. And they said, no, we want kids to fail fast. Yeah. We want them to fail fast and then we want them to move on. Yeah. Actually, we really embrace that culture. And, uh, you know, some of, you know, you know, when we would do things like uh, in our kind of digital entrepreneurship projects and, um you know, quite often you would find that the day before a mentor meeting, you know, somebody's project would have disappeared or everybody thought, you know, they'd all fallen out with each other. And mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, the mentors would come in and go, yeah, yeah, this happens in real life. Or yeah. other times, it's, you know, the groups would have pulled it together before the mentor got it, came in. Yeah. And actually had a better idea and product than they had two weeks before. Sure. So, so yeah, so start before you're ready and fail fast and yeah I like that I like that fail fast and the idea of like especially you hearing it a bit now that kind of black box thinking like celebrating failures like brilliant it went wrong what are we going to do and yeah build on it and always improve in the model um, okay and the last one of these kind of team science questions was what one thing do you tell your non-teacher friends or your kind of non-steam school friends is the best part of your job wow that is a really, really good question. Mm. I think the best part of my job 
is um, is that I get to you know talk to some really and engage with some really really inspirational people yeah. in, in tech all the time. I spoke to a brilliant one guy yesterday, uh, but I'll, I'll save that for for another for another day. <laughs> but it's actually being able to share those stories with 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 children. Yeah, and I love that. Um, and um, you know, at the moment, Steam School is, you know, it is what it is. In the future, as I say, we've got big ambitions. But I love watching children come up with ideas that you would have never, ever thought of. Yeah. Um, and that's the reason why we do the mini challenges. And there's been a couple of responses to the mini challenges that kind of brought a little tear to my eye. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So, connecting schools with really wonderful people, but seeing those responses to the mini challenges are just great. Yeah, especially if you get also like, you know, the questions people are asking, it's just showing the kids are really engaging with it. And even if you just hit a couple of kids from each school, if you've got 100 schools listening, then you're really going to make a massive difference, I think, for some of them, which is really good as well. Absolutely. Okay, so a bit of a call to arms then for people. So people listening, they're like, yep, this sounds good. I want to find out a bit more. Uh, Where can they find more information about Steam School and the fantastic content that's produced so you can find us at our website, which is www.steam-school.com. And we're also starting from next Wednesday at 4 o'clock every week, a behind-the-scenes tour. Mm-hmm. So if you want to come and have a look inside our membership area, if you want to find out more about how schools are using us, if you want to pick my brains, you know, I am a you know, former school leader, who, leader who's been in charge of things like, you know, careers, PHSE, mm-hmm. enrichment, and you just want some ideas about how Steam School can help your school. You know, you you schools have so much to do these days. You know, Definitely. huge amounts of pressure on 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 you. You know, we can help ease a little bit of that, but also, and more importantly, we can inspire your students to want to engage in Steam subjects because mm-hmm. they can see where it leads to. Definitely. Okay, so what we'll do is um. I'll put all that information in the description to the uh, podcast. So if anyone's listening and didn't have time to write it down, we could just go to the website and that'd be fine. And obviously, if anyone's listening on the Anchor app, then they can leave us a voicemail or a question. I'll make sure that Jade gets those and we can hopefully get some answers for you. So, Jade, I'd like to take this opportunity just to thank you for your time. Like loads of really useful information. And I think it will resonate with a lot of people. So thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us today. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. We'd like to thank you for downloading this podcast and a special thanks for everyone who made this particular episode possible. If you want to find out more about team science or any of the topics that we've discussed in this episode, you can find all the details over on our website, which is teamscienceedu.co.uk, or you can go to our Twitter page at teamscienceedu.